four sections of this book can be read as standalone modules, but they are complementary. Together, they offer comprehensive and practical advice to help you to overcome the pressures of modern life the natural way, to maintain health, regain vitality, and achieve peace of mind. Read them all and take elements from each to develop your own personalized approach to taking care of yourself that suits your circumstances and your lifestyle. Pilates is a physical therapy that works on different muscles to tone and condition the body while developing correct breathing, good posture, and mental concentration and focus. It improves balance, coordination, and flexibility and streamlines the body It is a great way of changing your body shape for the better without creating muscle bulk. As well as improving your physical health, yoga enables you to become more balanced, centered, and calm. Yoga can help you to improve your physical health, tone your muscles and internal organs, relieve inner tension, reduce weight, and strengthen your bones. But it not only works on your body, it also guides you toward relaxation and shows you how to become more balanced, centered, and calm. It is whole life philosophy which teaches that attaining control over the body is the key to controlling the mind, mastering the art of relaxation, and learning how to breathe properly are two of the most important aspects of yoga. Once you have mastered these skills, you will experience a positive, healthy outlook on life. Meditation is for everyone, whatever their lifestyle. Meditation is an important element of yoga, too, but it is, of course, also a therapy in its own right. And there is more to it than just relaxation. This book shows how, with practice, meditation can be used to restrain restrain the wanderings or chatter of the mind so that you can bring yourself back to full awareness and experience things as they really are. Meditation can improve your concentration, increase your self-awareness, and combat stress in your everyday life by helping you to relax and cope. Meditation can improve physical and mental well-being and can be a route to inner harmony. The final section of this book shows you how to relieve stress in your own life. It reinforces many of the messages of the earlier sections, but also offers other options that can leave you refreshed and rejuvenated. No matter what your age or level of fitness, your life can be made better. This book shows you how to find the time to take better care of yourself and guides you slowly toward an improved sense of well-being in all areas of your life, physical, emotional, and spiritual. So what is Pilates? Pilates is a system of exercise that allows you to take control of your mind and your body. It uses smooth, flowing movements that tone and stretch your body 
and it increases the strength and flexibility in your muscles and joints. It also utilizes the power of the mind to help with the exercises and to increase the harmony between the body and the mind. Pilates has been preferred to as a yoga-like system that uses machines, although Joseph Pilates, the founder of the system, did take some of his inspiration from yoga. The exercises are different. If you have a Pilates studio near you which has special apparatus, such as pulleys and springs, these can be helpful but are not essential. Through performing the exercises in this book, you will see that the only equipment needed to reach optimum fitness is health, or in health is the body itself. Maximum time, maximum results, or minimum time, maximum results. Minimum time, maximum results. Pilates exercises have been designed to work the muscles of the body as efficiently as possible in the minimum time. These low-impact exercises treat the body as a whole and are very effective. There is, therefore, no need to spend hours each day in the gym. You need to practice only two or three times a week and can start in 10-minute sessions and build up to longer ones slowly. Reshaping the body. The capacity of the Pilates exercises to reshape the body has attracted many people. We'll skip past that. And they're talking about after the war, Pilates, Pilates today. Pilates today. Originally, there were 34 Pilates movements. But over the years, different practitioners and teachers have brought in their own modifications to these very powerful techniques. As a result, there is no one true system anymore. People have introduced their own ideas and innovations over the decades so that the whole practice of Pilates have, has evolved and brought with it other exercises and modifications to earlier ones. However, they still conform to the basic principle behind the original system. One of the best things about Pilates, however, is its flexibility. Once you know how the system works, you can translate its movements for use into other systems, and many use it to enhance their work in other disciplines. The exercises can help people to achieve better balance, muscle coordination, and graceful graceful movement, as well as increased stamina and flexibility. No wonder why, or no wonder it is so popular with so many people today. Benefits, improved balance, less stress, more efficient digestion, increased oxygen intake, better circulation, improved skin, enhanced immune system, sculpted body, greater strength and coordination. Pilates exercises work on the body in a very effective way. Rather than isolating particular muscle groups, 
They work on the body as a whole, equipping you to perform everyday tasks more efficiently, such as caring, shopping, gardening, moving furniture, practicing. Pilates will also enable you to become more supple, 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 and flexible. <laughs> All right, so emotions. Practicing Pilates can contribute to good health on an emotional level as well as a physical one. It can increase your self-confidence and enhance your sense of well-being. It can also reduce your stress levels and help you to be more relaxed. In a life-threatening situation or in another circumstances that cause a lot of stress, the stress response or fight or flight mechanism is known as it is known is activated in your body. As your gear your body gears up to meet the immediate threat, adrenaline is released. The heartbeat, metab- metabolism, and breathing become more rapid. And cortisol and other hormones are circulated around the system. Any function that is not essential to imitate survival, including the immune system and digestion, is automatically shut down. This fight or flight response helped our ancestors to run away from predators, preparing the body for physical effort, the physical exhaustion involved in running away. So the effects of this Pilates can be your emotions, your nerves, your tissue, your muscles, and your bones. Right? So the physical exertion involved in running away or fighting Release, release the stress once the immediate danger was over and the effort had passed the body would return to normal nowadays we cannot always use physical exertion to counter the stress response so the stress chemicals stay in the body draining energy and hampering the digestion and the immune system Pilates helps to reduce the stress response enabling our bodies to function normally breathing is more relaxed the heartbeat is slower and steadier, and the metabolic process is more regular. We digest our food more easily and are less susceptible to colds, sustainable, susceptible to colds. As we begin to feel more relaxed, our mood improves and we feel happier. The tissue. Pilates exercises can help to tone the connective tissue that surrounds protects and supports vital body parts, including bones, tendons, and muscles. Regular practice of Pilates over a period of time can strengthen these tissues, which will enhance coordination of movement and reduce the risk of injury. The nerves. At the center of the nervous system are the brain and spinal cord, but the nervous system is in fact a vast network of cells that carry information between all the parts of the body in order to control the body's activities. It is responsible for movement and coordination. Nerve impulses are sent to and from the brain and tell us how we feel. They also coordinate our movements. Pilates helps us to find a balance between relaxation and tension and to develop awareness of the nervous system. Muscles. There are over 650 muscles in the body and they do a huge amount of work. They enable the body to move they allow us to sit and stand and they control body function 
key body functions. The heart, for example, is a large muscle that pumps blood around the body. The stomach and intestines are also muscles that are responsible for the digestive process. Pilates helps to tone and strengthen these muscles so that they are they work more efficient effectively. Isolating one muscle or set of muscles in physical exercise is contrary to the principles of Pilates. However, Pilates concentrates on working the whole body and in this way prepares it more thoroughly for performing everyday tasks. Muscles often work in pairs or groups anyway, and so concentrating on one muscle will only work to the detriment of another. However, it is a good idea to know where different muscles are situated in the body. So here's a guide. For the bones, it says that exercise work to bring the bones of the body back into their natural correct alignment. With regular practice, this helps to improve posture and coordination of movement. The exercises also increase stability, which in turn enables you to perform physically physical movements and exercises more efficiently. Regular practice of Pilates can also mobilize joints and keep the whole body working smoothly. This can be especially valuable as you get older because you will be able to increase your mobility and stay more active well into your later years. So you want to practice this in a safe place where you have space. Wear clothes that is loose or tight, whatever is comfortable. You can practice this whenever you feel like it and you have time. Some people like to do it once a day, 15 to 30 minutes, while other people choose other ways. You should always make sure you drink plenty of water during the day between two and four and a quarter pints. That's one and a half to two liters per day, as usually recommended. Never allow yourself to become dehydrated during exercise sessions. When your body is dehydrated, you may suffer from a variety of symptoms, including nausea, headache, and exhaustion. An adequate intake of water will help you flush toxins and other waste products from your body and leave you feeling refreshed and energetic for your exercise session. I would say drink water all day, every day, anyway. Because water helps you flush toxins from your system and a lack of it can cause headaches and nausea and tired, all from water. So you feel all that from not having enough water. Drink your water. Some of the exercise may feel very gentle on the body at first, but this can be deceptive because their effects may not be felt until the next day. So take it easy and do not push yourself to the point of discomfort. Never strain. And if you feel any sharp or sudden pain, you have overdone it and should ease off at once. There is no hurry and no pressure. So do the exercises in your own time and do not try to do too much too soon. Finally, after you have finished exercising, try not to stop moving straight away. Keep active for a few minutes, even if it is just tidying up around the home or walking from room to room. This will allow your body some time 
to settle back into its normal rhythm. there's quite a bit of similarities to certain things to other things and this book specifically has similarities that are drawn to my attention with the whole mind body correlation and how you need both of them to work in sync in order for things to work out for you in the physical realm or even in spiritual realm I suppose so this brought out my, I don't know, my intrigueness, if that's a word. It just made me, it stuck out to me. So I thought I would put it down, if anything, for me to listen to this later on as a recording. But if you're listening to it, then here you go too. Anyways. This one right here talks about one of the key differences between Pilates and many other forms of exercises is that it uses the power of the mind to help with physical exercise. This mind-body approach has opened up a new realm of possibilities in the world of physical fitness, enabling the body and the mind to work together to create a framework for exercise that is harmonious, balanced, and focused. So, it says... Before you begin your new exercise program, I would say to anything, before you begin any new thing, it helps to have an idea of just what you hope to achieve. If you want to sculpt your body to make the most of its natural shape, you can do this with Pilates exercise. You can also look taller and leaner and more supple if you improve your posture, increase your muscular strength, and achieve greater degree of physical flexibility. It's all about your body, right? The power of visualization. The mind has enormous power to bring about changes in the physical body. This is because our bodies do not actually distinguish between things we visualize and real reality itself. I think that's a misprint. Reality. Reality. So if we visualize a stressful situation, for example, and do it so that it feels very real, it will trigger the body's fight or flight mechanism, which will release adrenaline and anti-inflammatory agents into the system and halt body processes such as digestion. Likewise, if we visualize ourselves experiencing a really joyous occasion, the body will respond accordingly by releasing happy chemicals such as endorphins into the system. You think about how you watch a movie, whether it be good or bad, horror, action, love, drama, any of that stuff. Think about whenever you watch shows or movies of other people doing things. As humans, we try to imagine what that might might be like for us to feel that way or be in that situation. So there you go. Your mind is, is making your body feel a certain way all on the thought so it's like you have an idea and you have a picture or imagine you imagine what it is and then you imagine the feeling and then your body reacts to that feeling so you gotta wonder if you watch a certain type of movies or shows or whatever all the time and you constantly are making you yourself feel a certain way 
then wouldn't it be, wouldn't it make sense that you are doing that to yourself by surrounding yourself with certain things that make you feel or think a certain way? That sounds about right. You learn to use the power of visualization to help you while you exercise. For example, simply visualizing yourself how you want to be will help you to manifest that wish on a physical level. It will also help to keep your motivation up. Practicing visualization can also help you get into the right positions and to do the exercise correctly. For example, if you imagine that your lower back is anchored to the floor or that you are pulling in your navel towards your spine, it will help you to work the right muscles and to perform the required movement correctly. Visualization can therefore be a great alley in any fitness regime and it costs nothing to incorporate it. You should use it as much as possible to get the quickest and best result. See, they're talking about using this in the exercise. And here they're talking about learning how to breathe correctly. Correct breathing is vital to ensure a good flow of oxygen into the lungs. Life-giving oxygen cleanses the, bo- the bloodstream and energizes the whole body. Although, as babies, we naturally breathe correctly, many people develop poor or incorrect breathing habits through their lives. The correct technique can be mastered with little practice or patience, little patience. So apparently, we've been breathing all weird for so many years. And that's probably the reason why we don't feel so full energy or don't feel the best that we can because we're not actually using this body correctly. So the benefits of correct breathing is the very stuff of the breath is the very stuff of life and there are so many benefits to be gained by learning to breathe correctly. It says you can cleanse the bloodstream increase your energy levels, carry valuable nutrients to the vital tissues in your body, energize your organs and muscles, help you to exercise more efficiently, aids in smooth movement, helps you think more clearly, enhances your muscle control. That's just the ones that they put on there for correct breathing. The importance of the rhythmic, the rhythm, rhythmic breathing When you inhale, you take oxygen into the lungs. The act of breathing also circulates blood around the body. When you exhale, you expel stale air and gases such as carbon dioxide from the lungs. If you hold your breath during physical effort, carbon dioxide stays in your lungs. In this way, it accumulates in the body and weakens your muscles. Holding the breath can also increase blood pressure, making you tense and waste energy. This is why it is vital to breathe in a rhythmic and continuous way during exercise. Says, if you shallow breathe, many people do not breathe deeply enough. The breath into the upper chest only and don't get enough life-giving oxygen into the depths of their lungs. It is important to breathe deeply in order to fill the lungs and ensure that enough oxygen is available to energize and purify the body. Some people, abdominal breathing. Many people have been taught to breathe using the abdominum, which raises and falls with each breath. 
This ensures a good intake and expulsion of air, but is not suitable for Pilates. Correct breathing the Pilates way. Pilates believed that a strong, tight abdomen was a crucial part of his exercise regimen because it gave the whole body the firm stability necessary to perform his workouts to strengthen the abdomen. However, it is necessary to contract and tighten the abdominal muscles. For this reason, he decided that the abdominal breathing method was not appropriate for practicing his system of exercise. Instead, he decided to use a method called thoracic breathing, which is also sometimes known as lateral breathing. This method involves breathing into the back and lower ribs as the air goes into the lungs. The back and sides of the ribcage expand and they contract as the air is exhaled. In this way, the abdomen, abdomen can stay contracted and tight and yet not interfere with the full intake of breath. Says thoracic breathing. Here is an exercise to help you breathe the Pilates way. It is not difficult to do, but if you have been accustomed to breathing a different way, it may take a little time for you to get used to it. At first, you will need a long piece of cloth or a dish towel or scarf to hold around the bottom of your chest in order to help you perform the movement correctly. When the technique becomes natural to you, you can dispense with dispense with the cloth tip remember you should exhale on the point of exertion if you are unsure just breathe rhythmically do not hold your breath caution if you feel unwell or dizzy while you are performing this exercise stop immediately loosen the cloth and breathe normally it says kneel on the floor keep your toes together but let your heels fall naturally apart. Then sit back on your heels so that your butt is resting on them. Alternatively, sit upright in a chair. Do not let your body rest on the back of the chair. Sit up straight. Place the cloth horizontally around your back and bring the ends around to the front. It should be around your middle so that you are holding it around the bottom of your chest and ribcage. Keep your shoulders down and let your elbows move out a little from the sides of your body. Pull your hands together, pulling the cloth tighter around you as you do so. If necessary, allow your hands to cross over in front of you to ensure that you have a firm hold. However, do not put the cloth so tightly that it starts to become restrictive or feels uncomfortable. Take a slow, deep breath and feel the back and sides of your ribcage push against the cloth. Let the cloth loosen, keeping some resistance. As you exhale, feel your back and the sides of the ribcage contract. Tighten the cloth a little to help empty the lungs. Repeat eight to 10 times, then relax. So that is the breathing, that breathing factor. So then it goes over here, it says, Pilates believe that the area from the abdominal muscle to our buttocks is the center of our body. Imagine the area is a band stretching around the body at the back and the front. He called it the powerhouse. 
and advised his exercises so that all energy and efforts travel outward from the center of the body. Pilates was not alone in believing that the abdominal area is the source of bodily strength. In many oriental disciplines, for example, the source of good health, energy, and strength is believed to be located there, here. Some Chinese systems, such as traditional Chinese medicine, Tai Chi, Qi Wan, and Kung Fu, teach that the storehouse of Qi, energy life, is situated at the Tian Tian, or abdominal area, for physical movements such as punches. Energy is generated from the abdomen and carried to the arms to give the power needed to make the movement. Likewise, the powerful kick, kicks that are well-known part of Kung Fu are generated from the abdomen and the hips. What the powerhouse of your body can do. Think of the powerhouse as the center of your body where all your energy and movements flow. When the powerhouse is strengthened, the effects can be very beneficial. The powerhouse can support the spine bring stability to the center of the body, improve balance, aid coordination, and help you make smooth flowing movements, protect your lower back, tone the abdominal muscles and the pelvic floor muscles, increase physical strength. Those are all the things. So, it says to strengthen the powerhouse, to strengthen your own powerhouse, try the following exercises you can perform while standing, sitting, or laying down. Once you have mastered these exercises, you will be able to perform the theoretic breathing while keeping a strong center. So it's got four moves to do. First one, make sure that your clothing is loose or unrestrictive, especially around your waist area, and that you feel comfortable. Two, focus your navel using your abdominals. Pull it in towards your spine and hold. Do not hold your breath. You should be able to breathe rhythmically while you are pulling in your navel. If you cannot take enough air in, you are using the wrong muscles. Relax and try again. Three, when you have found the right muscles to use, you can start toning your pelvic floor at the same time. You can do this as follows. While you are pulling in your navel, gently pull up on your pelvic floor. Hold them both for as long as possible. Then release them at the same time. Remember to keep breathing regularly though. When, yes, number four. When you have got used to these movements, you should hold them for as long as you can. You will need to, to loosen the tension a little, but not completely so that you can keep it up for longer, longer periods, breathing comfortably. As a guide, when you're pulling in your navel, pull it to only one quarter of the way. Similarly, pull up the pelvic floor part of the way so you can hold the position longer. of good posture. Good posture is absolutely vital in our daily lives. It can affect our health and the way we function. It can also have an influence on our bearing, our balance, the way we move, 
and how we appear to others. It can even affect our moods and emotions. Many people pay little attention to their postural habits until they get back pain or develop some other health problem. Yet, with a little perseverance, perseverance, most postural problems can be avoided. Here are just a few of the problems that bad posture can cause. Poor circulation, neck and back pain, muscular strains, tension and stress, headaches, fatigue, digestive problems, poor muscular movements, impaired balance and coordination, weakness, aching joints. Our postural habits in the body. Over the years, our daily activities and lifestyles cause us to adopt some postures more than others. If we do not know that a particular posture is bad, we will continue to use it until it becomes a habit. Over time, our body shapes or mold themselves into whatever postures we are adopting. So if we are regularly sit slumped or standing correctly, our bodies will start to take on that shape or compensate for the stress on certain parts of the body by placing excavated, excavated, I don't know, emphasis on others. The shoulders may become rounded or the stomach may protrude. By this time, any attempt to sit or stand correctly will be uncomfortable because the body has begun to mold itself to the incorrect posture. By the time we reach adulthood, many of us will have started to develop postural problems, especially those related to the spine. If they continue uncorrected, they can cause a lot of pain in later years. A healthy spine gently curves inward in the lower back, outward in the upper back, and inward again at the neck. In this lumbar lodoris, you can see that the lower back is pushed too far inward with the corresponding distortion at the upper back and neck. Oh, these, these are just pictures of messed up spines and the correct spine. So then it says spinal postural problems. One of the main spinal postural problems is lumbar lordosis. Poor posture weakens the abdominals, pulling the stomach forward and creating an unnatural inward curve in the lower back. This causes weakness and pain. The stomach and head drop forward and there is strain on the upper back and neck. The circulation and digestive processes are impaired. In cervical lordosis, the muscles at the back of the neck contract while those at the front expand and the chin protrudes. Over time, this condition causes joint inflammation, including arthritis. Other spinal problem, thoracic kyposis, causes excessive outward curvatures of the spine, 
and hunching of the back. This condition can affect the heart, hamper breathing, and put strain on the stomach and intestines, resulting in problems with the digestion. Other spinal problems include thoracic straight spine caused by contracted muscles sway back where the thoracic 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 whatever spine is distorted and muscles are weakened and viscerpotosis <laughs> that's some big words man which causes a weak bloated abdomen and impaired circulation correcting bad posture all is not lost however correcting bad posture is perfectly possible but it takes patience and time for it to become comfortable and natural some incorrect postural habits can be sorted out fairly quickly. But of course, in some cases, the problem will have developed over many years and will need a longer time and more perseverance to, to put right. The reward of good posture far outweigh the effort involved. However, here are some, here are some of the benefits to be gained from correcting your posture. Stronger muscles, improved functioning of the heart and stomach, improved balance and coordination, smoother movements, more efficient circulation, which means nutrients are carried more effectively, no, efficiently, to all body systems, resulting in better health, more energy, and enhanced appearance. Strengthened immune system to fight off disease. How to check your posture. It can be quite difficult to know if you are standing or sitting incorrectly. One useful way of checking your posture is to ask someone to take two photographs of you, a side view when you are standing up and a side view when you're sitting down. Try not to alter your, your posture for the camera. Just adopt a position that you normally use. One that feels comfortable and natural to you. When you, get a, when you get the photographs, examine them for any telltale signs of bad postural habits. Here are a few of the most obvious signs you should look out for. When you're standing, you're looking for a rounded upper back, protruding stomach, head or chin jutting forward, slumping. When you're sitting, you look for slouching, rounded shoulders, compressed chest, lower back curved outward, and compressed abdomen. It is also a good idea to scan over your body mentally when you are sitting and standing naturally. Perhaps you are sitting at a desk or standing at the kitchen sink. Work from the top of your head to the bottom of your feet and try to feel your way through all of the muscles and joints. Does any part of your body feel compressed or stretched? Do you feel pain, stiffness, or discomfort anywhere? 
These symptoms let you know that your posture is incorrect. If you think your posture is incorrect in any way, and it probably will be, you should consult a qualified Pilates instructor or physiotherapist as soon as possible before it has a chance to cause further problems. What Pilates can do. Pilates can help you to find your most effective and comfortable postures when you are sitting, standing, or laying down. Correct postures will also enable you to do the exercises more efficiently and to feel less tired because there will be less strain on the muscles and body systems. You will be able to breathe more easily and will feel invigorated and refreshed. The exercises will be looking for at involved standing, sitting, and lying down. Before you start each set of exercises, there will be clear guidelines for you to follow to help you find the right posture. <clears throat>